check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show thank you for listening to comics for fun and profit this is kyle and drew with your sneak peek at next week episode number 869 originally comics originally releasing 12 12 and 12 23 as we come to the end of this year at the end of 2023. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops, this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, thank you for not releasing another podcast so we could do 869. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it, it was partially to to give you that number that you want so much and partially <laughs> because uh, my, um, for some reason, Podomatic was giving me fits. And that's, ah. our, that's our media server. <laughs> yep. And I couldn't, I couldn't get another episode uploaded. Um, so... Here's to rebooting every single thing I own and seeing if it's on my end, and we'll try again. Um, if you're listening to this, hey, it worked. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> um, and hopefully we're back, back in good shape. So <clears throat> that's my hope. Excellent. Um, I took a sneak peek ahead. That's our brand, anyway. There you so go. So I took a sneak peek ahead to what what's on the Marvels cover, and it is uh, Black Panther is on the Marvels cover. This month, um, so Black I want to give you some trivia and see how much you know. Oh crap! About pa- about, about Black, Black Panther? Panther. Oh no! So, um, I got a feeling you're going to get your ass kicked here. Yep, I think so too. But Bad kitty, uh, I, I'm, I've got there's some easy ones. So okay, good, good, good. Um, who created Black Panther? Drugs. <laughs> drugs? Is that your answer? Yes, my answer is drugs. Okay, so it's a it's a, a a Marvel character that's been around for a long time. So what would what would be an educated guess? Oh, no, okay, so like who create who who physically created, not like how did he become Black Panther? Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. It's a Marvel character that's old. So is it you know Stanley and Jack Kirby? It is Stanley and Jack Kirby. Ding 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 ding. There ding. we go. Woohoo! Yes. Do you remember his first appearance? Where what comic it was? Oh crap! I actually do. I should know. And this. the number. And the year. Oh. The month. <laughs> we saw it not too long ago. Crap. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah no, I'm it. not going to. I'm we not going to be able to come up with it. It is Fantastic Four 52, yep. 52. from July 19th. Dang it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what was the Black Panthers solo series, first solo series called? Wakanda Forever. Jungle Action. Jungle action. Jungle action number five was his first 
uh, solo series, I guess. So um, I guess it was like featuring whoever Jungle Action was, and then it started featuring Black Panther. Gotcha. Um, what is the um, powerful and rare metal that Wakanda is known for? Oh, let's see. It's vibranium, isn't it? It's vibranium. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, is Black Panther the first African-American no. superhero? Ooh. In mainstream comics. <laughs> In mainstream comics. True or false? Who do we have before? Jeez. I'm going to say yes. Yes, he was considered the yeah. first black African-American mainstream superhero. Um, black Panther was married to this X-Man. X-Men. X-Man. You, you put the emphasis no, on man there. No, no, that was an accident. Um, I'm going to say Storm. Storm is correct. Yeah. Storm is correct. Aurora Monroe. Yeah, exactly. That's even the bonus points for that. Bonus <laughs> points there. Um, Black Panther is a member of this group. I mean, we've had him in an Avengers movie, so I'm going to say yes. Avengers. Avengers, yep, yep. And um, is... Black Panther, one of the smartest characters in the universe. Yes, he's another of those absolute brilliant people, which they took that from him when he became a movie character, and they gave that to Shuri. But in all actuality, he's in charge of his own tech in the comics. Yeah, and they, they put him up there. Him, Reed Richards, uh, Tony Stark. Do they consider Peter Parker a genius, too? Yeah. A lot of geniuses in the Marvel Universe, right? No, yeah, no yeah, dumb-dumbs. A, a lot of 1% of the 1%. And, uh, of course, Bruce Banner. Yeah, right? He's Yeah, he's another one. And then the mm-hmm. di- the devil dinosaur lady? Yep. What's her name? <laughs> Moon Girl. Moon, Moon Girl, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a ton. Yeah. A lot of IQ floating around out there. Uh, do you know any of his animated appearances since you like the cartoons? Uh, and we don't call them cartoons, Drew. Um, yeah, right. Do I know any of his animated appearances? Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't either. Um, the Black Panther was an animated 2010. The Avengers Earth Minus Heroes was in was a, one of the TV series he was in. They didn't even know these things existed. Either, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Panther is a member of this secret group of Marvel heroes who work behind the scenes to address global threats. Was he ever a Illuminati? Illuminati, yes. Yeah. Um, do you know the sister's name? You already got that Shree. one. Who played him in the movie? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, you knew that one. Rest in peace. And I think that's all of them that I can suss out. So you didn't do too bad. Yeah, not too shabby. I, I was I was quite impressed. You knew more than I thought you would. <laughs> you knew more than I would have, probably. There we go. So, so there you go. And the reason we're... Leading off with some Black Panther trivia is because if you look on the cover of the December Marvel previews for February comics, we got ourselves a, an ultimate Black Panther. on the Yeah, cover. it's weird because, we, you know, we got our ultimate universe and, and we see if, if we look at this cover, but we look like we have almost uh, e- Egyptian hieroglyphs in the moon behind him so oh i didn't even pick up on that yeah i wonder if we've got moon knight running around here but we shall see Let's... it does say night falls with k-n-i-g-h-t mm-hmm. yeah is there gonna be an ultimate moon knight too we shall see that's what i i'm wondering 
Of course, yeah. we got more of our Mickey X-Men coming through. And here we have Ultimate Black Panther, number one, written by Brian Hill. Stefano Caselli on art. Some interesting variant covers. In the wake of Ultimate Invasion, Khonshu and Ra, the force known together as Moon Knight, are seeking to expand their brutal control of the continent of Africa. In response, the lone bulk war against them is the isolated nation of Wakanda, which will send forth its champion, its king, the Black Panther. From the creative minds of Brian Hill, who we should know from Killmonger and Blade, and the Stefano Caselli, a bold new take on the world of Black Panther and Wakanda. So it appears we do have uh, your boy as the bad guy. So I guess Ultimate Invasion is something that is happening or has already happened. Did I miss I that I believe one? it is currently-ish happening. Okay. Okay. So I guess I need to read that last issue of that, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'm prepped on just what the <laughs> status quo is. Absolutely. Then, of course, we have Ultimate Spider-Man 2. We saw the beginning of that last month. Hickman writing that. What if Venom looks like a Doctor Strange? We got a Loki, Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, Green Goblin, Wolverine quadrant. So, (laughs) like, there's five personalities here. Wow. Hmm. Years ago, in a familiar church tower, the Venom symbiote was spurned by Peter Parker and found a willing host in the vengeful and wrathful Eddie Brock. Or at least, that's the story we know. From Jeremy Holt comes a new look at what makes the Marvel Universe's most sinister symbiotic with a journey that reimagines its earliest days, bonded with a host with a rage and temper entirely different from those of ever Eddie Brock. So we talk a lot about how Venom, you know, the reason he looks so much like Peter Parker and he wet, you know, slings web and all that stuff is because his first host was Peter Parker. Gotcha, yeah. So if his, his first hope host was like loki or something different or wolverine that would be kind of wicked yeah okay i see it yeah quite the combo so it looks like we've got five this is a five issue series so i imagine we're going to get a what if loki or what if venom uh originally overpowered loki what if venom moon knight what if venom okay uh, yeah uh, strange what if venom x-men and then all we get is a green leg down here so I, it looks like I'm saying like Green Goblin, not Hulk. It doesn't look like a Hulk leg. So okay, all right, all right. So <clears throat> who's the middle one? Okay, that's Loki, Moon Knight, Green. We don't know. Might be Green Goblin. We've got Wolverine. We got Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. So this first one would. I wonder what the first one is. Doesn't tell me. Yeah. What we're starting with. Or maybe they're doing a little bit of all all five in each one. But I'm yeah, and I don't know that they're necessarily delineated into five individual. Uh, I bet issues, you're right. But, yeah. I bet you're right. It makes sense. Very interesting. We've got an old school Captain America. That's the interiors of Avengers Twilight number three. Avengers Twilight, Avengers of the Future. Yeah, it's the Zadarsky run. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I missed out on that too. Golly, you, I, oh man, could that could Zadarsky get me to read this crap? I don't, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to read like. Uh, uh, did uh, you know a, a, a second, third tier Avengers book twice removed? Mm-hmm. But maybe Zdarsky be the guy. I love I how you're know. like, I don't want to, but that first issue's not out yet, right? Eh, not yet. Oh, I don't think so. Or maybe or maybe just now. Currently coming. Then we have Edge of Spider Verse number one. Stop me if you've heard this before. Of a four issue series written by Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, and Nyla Magruder. Magruder. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, do we have a lot of 
covers from Scotty Young to Derek Jude and more Derek Jude to David Nakayama, Amanda Connor with one, Chad Harden cover, you name it, we got a bunch of them. I'm trying to figure out where we're going with this because we've done the Spider-Verse stuff so much time. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, you know, the, I think the last, no, two or three volumes ago, it was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> we all was. know who Weapon X is, but who is Weapon 8 or Weapon V-I-I-I? In their universe, when Weapon X escapes from his facility, they call on their greatest previous success. Spider Bite returns. Uh, interesting. We shall see. And you remember in Lazarus, um, the Rucka book that I like mm-hmm. so much? Um, Forever, Carlisle was a, is a clone that's a series of clones yes. over the years to protect the family. And I believe she was number eight or her the next one is number eight. So, fun fact. Yeah, or boring, cool. boring fact. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Drew. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> a little, little <laughs> side that means nothing. Numbers sometimes coincide. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, Vengeance of the Moon Knight is our... Because we left him dead for about 20 days, maybe. And this could not be a bigger moratorium on how little Drew thinks of Fall of the House of X and Rise of the Powers of X as he (laughs) skipped them entirely. I skipped them entirely. Uh... I do like Vengeance of the Moon Knight. I I like this weird, you know, sickle chain weapon he's using here, too. Yeah. Okay. Conchu versus Conchu. Sounds like that. uh, that David Finch cover is nice. That is pretty. Oh, okay. I see. And that's, um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Night Thrasher. Has one of my one. favorite taglines of all time. It's time to thrash the night. Well, he is the night thrasher. He is the night so thrasher. So he should probably do some night thrashing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what kind of night thrasher would he be if he did not in actuality thrash the night? <laughs> the night. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what is that? One of four. You know, we are we are nothing if not right on exactly what we say we are. Super dated art by Nelson Daniel. It looks of a time. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah. what he's going for. Perhaps. Spider Punk. Spider Punk is back with another volume by yeah. Cody Ziegler and Justin Mason. In a world without Norman Osborn, Spider Punk reigns. And a window shades variant, bringing that back. Oh, yeah. thank goodness! I was I was well, having I a missed them. shake. I had withdrawals. Yeah, it's been so long. If I were like doing spider punk variants, I would do specific guitar variants where he's holding a Les Paul, he's holding a Gibson. He's Ooh. holding. that's what Ooh. I would do. I think it's a hundred dollar idea, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm throwing it out there for free. But if homie's gonna be thrashing on guitars. Or you should do throwbacks to like specific artists' guitars. You should have like him left-handed with Kirk Ka- Kurt Cobain's upside down Fender Jagstang or something oh like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that kind of thing. That is too subtle. That is too subtle for yeah. comics. Yeah. Though, but I love it. I like it too. That's that's what I'm hoping for for Spider Punk. So just yeah. FYI, Marvel. Maybe we'll get it. <clears throat> the team Start. you never knew you wanted: Spider or Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. The uh, sisters, brother and sisters, right? Brother and sister back before he was. <laughs> You know, unceremoniously murdered by six one six Marvel. Oh, really? You don't remember in the movies he was he was shot with a million bullets and then she just had to move on. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. MCU Marvel killed yeah. him. Okay. All right. Ooh, there's a Rose Bash cover. Oh, I see it. Yeah, it's all right. She does good work. Who's this uh, old school cover? Is that the main cover? Somewhere? Yeah, I think. That's Is that the, the, yeah, uh, that's the Russell Dowderman? Yep. All right, I'm going to let you pronounce this next one, Drew. Wolverine Madripoor Knights? Madripoor Knights. I'm not sure what those are and what that means. Madripoor is that country. Or city. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Country. Yeah. The island nation of Madripoor. Not to be confused with the other country or continent the X-Men were on last yeah. prior to this. What is the 50? Are we, is, this, is this Wolverine's 50th year? Is that what we're celebrating? Oh, wow. Is it? Wolverine? Well, then we better get some uh, some legacy numbering going on here. Oh, yeah. If he's been around for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how many has not been team books, I wonder? But how, I mean, there's got to be uh, uh, an easy way to shoehorn people out of $9 a book. Yes, yes. I'm curious what that number would be. What do you think that number would be? If they do do a legacy, as we get, since we're celebrating it all year long. I'm guessing we're around 500. You would think so? I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking less than that. I'm thinking like 200. Yeah. But I don't remember how long that one long-running Wolverine. Did it go over 100 issues? Probably did. That's you might be wrong. Dead versus X-Men, because you wow. liked it in DC. Yes, you could, yeah. Let's use it over here. Let's see. Volume 1 of Wolverine. Yeah. Volume 2 of Wolverine was long. Volume 2 was 90. Er, nope, I'm sorry. Volume 2 went to 317. Okay, so yeah, your number is well closer than mine. Yeah, three seventeen. God damn. Yeah, that, yeah, that one went from two thousand three to two thousand nine. And they definitely. Oh, I'm sorry, that was volume three that went from two thousand two to two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, we're over five hundred. We can, we can. You definitely need a um, legacy numbering then. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, Dead X Men. What were we talking about? Um, no, we were making fun of them stealing the undead concept. Well, I guess yes. it was their concept first because they did Marvel Zombies, right? Yeah. So, who stole who? You're right. Who knows? Who came first, Wade Wilson or Slade Wilson? Yeah. The Resurrection of Magneto. X-Force 49, Cable 204, X-Men 31, The Ultimate Music. There's Gods number five. Is anybody what, reading that? Crickets. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Luke Cage's Gang War is ending four of four. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Gang War is ending three of three. Amazing Spider-Man 43 is the final fight of Gang War starts here, so there's going to be more Gang War to come. <laughs> so much Gang War. Yes, Daredevil Gang War 3 of 4. Still more gangs to be warring. Spider-Woman 4. Gang War Rage is on. Amazing Spider-Man 44. Gang War Conclusion. The and end. Miles Morales, Spider-Man 16. Miles makes his final Gang War stand. But it just concluded. I know we concluded it and we made our final stand. Hey, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man 17, Fallout from oh, Gang War. Alpha and Omega. Wait, can those fit in there somewhere? Yeah. Avengers 10 by Jed McKay. Ooh, a George Perez variant. I still love that they're redoing those. Yeah, that's great. Your boy Straczynski is the writer for Captain America. Straczynski returns to Marvel. How long has it been since he was there? Been a while. Been a while. Decade, I would guess. Dang. Seahawk. We've got uh, the new Daredevil. Reading. The women of Marvel, Gail Simone, and more. Women are so important that we're not going to list <laughs> the writers. Yeah. Or the artists, for that matter. Or the artists. The Tuba. The T-Bas. We'd like to have some some more people to list, but no one will 
no one signed up, up yet. <laughs> we're currently we're currently looking at the world to find women to write. Yes, Fantastic Four Seventeen. Did I tell you how much I love this book? No. Have I told, have I told you that? I um, what one did we? Did I just finish? It was so good. They're just all so good. Very, very inventive and very cool. Alex Ross cover. It almost looks yeah. like Indiana Jones is up in the top one. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Always nice painted painted covers. I hope I hope um. Ryan North is having fun. I hope it's selling well enough that he can just do a nice, long, juicy run on this because mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it. Excellent. <clears throat> so this is the 50th. I'm going to try that whole sentence again. This is the 50th giant-sized to come out of Marvel. No. Or is it the 50th anniversary? I'm not sure what giant-sized 50th means. Well, there's got to be more than 50 giant size. So it's got to be the 50th anniversary of the first. So right? would that be giant sizes and Wolverine being the same age? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But we have giant size Fantastic Four number one. Congrats. Spider-Gwen smash three of four. Ooh, dude, Spider-Boy boy looks a little, little cry-cry. Was that him? Yeah. With the teeth? With the teeth. Oh. Is more spider than boy. Yeah, way more. Carnage versus anti-venom. We just call him antidote. I guess. <laughs> he just. Uh, Sorry, I thought that was funnier than you did. Apparently. When did, <laughs> do I have to stop and pause every time you throw out a joke? You don't. I mean, if I throw, if I give you gold, give me my flowers. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, Kyle, it was forty years of something that we're celebrating at yeah. the Venom Thirty. So I'm guessing the black suit is the 40th anniversary of Secret Wars. Gotcha. Okay. A lot of anniversaries. Yeah. <laughs> I need. A, they celebrate need, more anniversaries than my wife. I need. To, I need a cheat sheet of some yeah. sort that tells me what's going on here. Because I, I, you know, they, they probably don't know. They don't know until they do it. We need an event. Somebody do math. It's been what's 75 the, years. Put it it's on like a dollar. When you roll dice. D and D and okay this this is You're, this oh anniversary came up now let's roll for the character oh it's a uh, giant size anniversary do yeah not, do not belittle my D and D with your with your anniversary series of Marvel is it not a random roll thing would that not qualify I, I, as random? I'm thinking Marvel's a little more calculated than random <laughs> yeah but sometimes it feels like it perhaps. definitely feels like we just put a bunch of pieces of paper in a, in a bowl and picked one. Yeah, that's much better than my dice analogy. Your paper's in a bowl. Much better, Kyle. Immortal Thank Thor you. number seven. He's strangling a cat. I don't get it, but that's interesting. Why would he the strangle? trials of Utgard. Okay. Century three. Who's in the wheelchair? What page are you on? Is that Jessica Jones? I am on physical 30 or 52, digital 54. You just got upset by the cat. Strangle. Yeah. We were on Venom. I mean, we'd moved on a little bit. We were doing fine. Yeah, it was my fault. I wasn't keeping up. <clears throat> well, I just, I didn't know, I didn't think you were reading either White Widow or Punisher. You were 100% right. Hey, there's an annual for Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Might be a fun one for me to read since I haven't been yeah, following. Are they, yep. Yeah, oh, okay. We're still doing the Western stuff because we still have Star okay. Lord with, with his papoose or whatnot. Ah, uh, Power Pack into the Storm 2. The bright colors make me happy. And it's part of the uh, Marvel retro pick. I wonder if so it's it, one it, of many retro picks or that's the only one. <laughs> Anything that's old we're putting retro pick. Is Betsy Cola just doing the old covers, I think? Just redoing the old covers? 
from Power Pack. Mm, Betsy going ice. <laughs> That's some fun. Delicious. Delicious. If you had a spirit-based dog, would you have to take them for a walk? If you had an ethereal dog? I would or, I would think it would phase through wherever it needed to yeah, go would, to. Would it leave a, a, ethereal poops, and do you have to pick them up on your walk? I would think they just dissipate into the That's air. what I was thinking, too. So. Yeah, it's kind of – I mean, would it need to go out? Could it – if it's going to dissipate, can it – might smell. So but you have, an, you have an ethereal dog in a physical harness. True. Makes makes little to no sense. I guess that's why they call him <laughs> Dr. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the oh, uh, okay. cover artist there? That's Alex Ross as well, right? Alex Ross, yep. That's a painted ethereal dog. Yeah. And by the way, that is Bats, the ghost dog. <clears throat> so yeah, now on um, Secret Wars, Wars Battle World, the last issue, we are celebrating Secret Wars. See, I think it's, an, it's... So how many issues was the original Secret Wars? They were like eight, eight or ten, Twelve. Right? Twelve. Twelve. I don't think you can make a Secret Worlds without going 12 issues. you got to have at least 12 issues to say before you can use the, the moniker of Secret Wars. You do? Yeah. Well, that's a maxi nope. series. I mean, if you're only doing four issues, that's not Secret War. That's a secret battle. <laughs> that's true. That's true. A secret Very spat. True. Yes. Amazing Spider-Man 253 facsimile edition. It's another new costume. Is this the first black, black suit in Spider-Man? No, it was two fifty two. So second. Second. Yeah. Then why do we care about this one? <laughs> it was early, early black suit. Uncanny yeah. X Men two sixty eight facsimile. I don't know what that. Why do we care about that? Because it's Jim Lee doing in Captain doing, America, X Men, Black Widow. First, first Jim Lee doing X Men, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Secret Wars two facsimile. Yeah, I I have a stack of these. I don't need the facsimile. So instead of paying five dollars for the facsimile, we'll give you the original <laughs> for five dollars. Just FYI. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> um, conditions. Predator 1 of a new four-issue Ed Brisson series. That could be yeah. pretty good. I think this is third or fourth new number one Predator in the last year and a half. Let's check it out. P-R-E-D-A-T-O. Because, it, and then that's the new model. So Marvel it's took over Predator in 2022 with hardcovers. They did a mini in 2022-23. They did volume four. Yeah, so this is the fourth Predator thing that has come out, it looks like. Since they got the license. 20, yeah. yeah. And it's always been Ed Brisson, and so there's not a new art, new writer. No, it's uh, not a guy. It, it's the, basically the same kind of continuing storyline or just remembering so so, so yeah they're not even putting like predator the new batch one through four they're <clears> saying predator and they're yeah. limiting the series normally you don't name it the generic thing and then limit the series and then so because the 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 accounting guys the bean counters have determined this one deal to sustain good. an ongoing predator is with a series of short mini series with number ones that continue to give jumping on points for people that walk in off the street. And I think they do. I think the same plan is for alien, but it's, it's but just, you can't tough. just be saying predator, predator one, predator one. Pre- you got to be like predator, you know, no, no, Nightfall. you absolutely can. And that's what they continue to do. Yeah, and the so same dumb. with alien, because alien is like basically at the, like at the, the, pl- the plate at the beginning, it'll tell you, you know, a little synopsis, and basically you're getting all the different ones, the different one of fours that have happened 
in the last couple of years. And that's fine if you start them off at an ongoing and <coughs> then sales dictates they stop. But this is just a four issue series with a generic name. That's no. Yeah. I, I mean, I with, agree. I just, here's how we do Alien. OK, so you start with Alien and when it's over, well, the next time you reboot it, it's Aliens. You add the S. Next time after that, SS, SSS. And you count. <laughs> you have to count the S's. Just uh-huh. in the, like the movies did, we add an S each time until we. You know, uh, that's the plan. Get, that's okay. the plan. All right. Until we get aliens. Yes. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what to do except roll over and take it because that's the reality. <clears throat> this I is this is how they can make money with this license. Yeah, and I, I don't have a problem with the way they do it. I have a problem with the naming. I and I feel bad for anybody who is not immersed. With a weekly podcast and who reads uh, previews catalog from front to back and uh, has lived this his their whole entire lives, I can't imagine just Joe Blow wants to get into comics, be able to decipher what the hell's going on with these these comics, these two in particular, but probably at a grander scale, all of comics. But let's just say these two, you know. Oh, it's the very first Predator. Well, no. Mm-hmm. No. These characters have been doing some other stuff in previous volume. There's no way to tell. Maybe on the trade dress, if they're on a shelf, you might be able would, would there be, or they'd all just say Predator. Predator, 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 Predator. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine trying to maneuver through this. I have a problem with Alien Black, White, and Blood, number one. Also, I don't uh, believe a xenomorph's blood is red. Definitely isn't. So why should come it, on w- now. W- shouldn't it be black, white, and green? Green or dull yellow, I think, is the actual color. It's like a yellow acid color, if I remember correctly. I don't know my aliens as well as I, I think like, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's like a greenish yellow, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but good luck, Colin research. Kelly, Jackson, Lansing, Ryan, Katie, and Stephanie Phillips. The four of you writing this series. So those are four four little mini. <gasps> oh no! I have to take everything back through. There's a David Aha variant. <laughs> so you're okay now. Sorry. Whatever. Anything can do whatever they want if they do a David Aha variant. I'm sorry. Beware the Planet of the Apes number four. I'm sorry, two of four from Mark Giegenheim. Yeah, I wish I would have read those when they started and I didn't. So now I'm woefully behind and uh, it's too late. I don't want to go back. But it's all good, Drew, because we have Star Wars Thrawn 2 of 4. Yeah, no, this is kind of cool. It is Tim Zahn, right? Timothy Zahn, exactly. If homie's going to write it, I'm going to read it. And granted, it is in an ad- adaptation of Thrawn Alliances. Just read Thrawn Alliances in all reality. So that's Mace, his book? That's his book. Yeah, it's just it's just so. redoing his, the stories from his book. With, with you know, where the drawings will be original. Gotcha. Star Wars Mace Windu, one, or number one of four. Even in the years before the Clone Wars, Mace Windu was known for his discipline, determination, and combat skills. When a scientist's discovery threatens the balance of the galaxy, Mace has let down a treacherous path of mystery and action, introducing Azita Cruz, a pirate with a deadly secret, who the Huts and the Republic will stop at nothing to control. So it seems like this might be an original story wow. for Mace Windu, which makes me very happy. Um, yeah. We're doing original and not reprint stuff. Do we I'm want a Disney all... Plus? Oh yeah, give me give me an R-rated Samuel L. Jackson led Mace Windu story. Yeah, boy. <laughs> or would you rather have a Thrawn? Yes. Which one? Thrawn. You got pick. Got pick Thrawn. Thrawn, right? You're picking Thrawn. Yeah. Even though we, what did you think of the Thrawn that we got? Loved him. 
Yeah, I Great thought it was character. pretty good casting. Yeah. I thought it was it was well done. Yeah. What's well, the voice for, for so Rebels, fun. which you didn't watch, so you don't care? Yeah, you know what? I was just thinking about that. I was as we're looking at these different Star Wars uh, comics, and 10, 50, okay, twenty years ago, I would have told told you there there aren't there aren't bigger Star Wars fans than I am. <laughs> I am the I am one of the biggest Star Wars fans. But my ref, my refusal to embrace the animated series and thank you i appreciate that i was i was ready to yell the fact that i have grown fatigued on the number and quantity of comics tells me that i am not the star wars fanatic that i thought i was or i would embrace them all i pick and choose i pick and choose my movies I, i i go movies then series on disney plus enjoy those embrace all of those but then i i i stop so I, I'm no I'm no super fan. I'm no, a, no, I'm almost okay. a casual fan. You you filthy casual born in 1970 you. <laughs> I'm telling you something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Kyle, explain to me. Okay, so how is I thought the High Republic was over at Dark Horse. Um yes. No wait. Is, I mean High Re- High Republic is a is a an area of time. So the old republic is an as as a time in the Star Wars universe. Uh, the high republic is a time in the Star Wars universe. So it's just really re- referencing a time on the time. What was that? What was that? What did IDW and then and now Dark Horse own? Which they, era? They they have they are sharing a Phase Three High Republic. That's what? Why wouldn't? Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. So Dark Horse doesn't get sole ownership of High Republic. They no, get a very they, they get, they get a, yeah. an another tier of it. Yes, that they're that I think are marketing a little younger as well, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just another reason to venture out and make sure we're buying other things. So it's okay. <clears throat> so Marvel bought the license. Yes. From Lucas Arts or yes. Disney, their mm-hmm. parent company or whatever. <laughs> Marvel is <laughs> Disney. Yeah. So. They got the license from their own parent company, but then did Marvel then sub sublet? Yes. The High Republic to IDW, or did the parent company also, when licensing Star Wars to Marvel, also license High Republic to Dark Horse, or did Marvel license? High Eyes crossed to Dark about two minutes ago. I'm not real sure. I guess it doesn't matter. It'd be like, did did Grandpa give me a quarter, and did he did I give you a nickel, or did Grandpa just give you the nickel? I thought you were gonna just Grandpa Grandma know that Grandpa has another family on the side. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sorry. That way. My apologies. You leave Grandpa out of your mouth. How dare you? Uh, Star Wars 43, <laughs> Darth Vader 43. That is a beautiful Giuseppe Kevincoli cover. I mean, at what point are you are you no longer a rising star stormbreaker? <laughs> how many how many comics do you have to have under your belt? Yeah. To no to no longer be considered a stormbreaker or a rising star or a newcomer. I don't know. They were pounding the Peach Pomoko drum for two years after she popped. Right, yeah. right. That that was the one that came to mind. It was like she she had a thousand things out. Mm-hmm. Now we're into hardcovers and collected editions and so many all trades, the stuff and things. 
one could just live there in the um in the collected edition area if they wanted to be very busy one could just live on the app be very (laughs) busy very true and then one could just live in floppies that's the place i like to that's that's where i like to reside but i see the appeal so go let's go to physical 87 real quick and we've got the sensational she hulk what is with the creepy smiles and of everybody in the in the in the gallery there Oh my goodness! They have the exact same awful smile. Yes, Stepford smile. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's doing that cover? I don't know? know. That's Jen Bartel or something. It, well, I don't know. Uh, cover by Jen Bartel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like I'm gonna see that. I'm gonna see that Wolverine smile in my dreams. That's that's that's. <laughs> they're just. Yeah, they're. Those are creepy. They're unsettling. Yeah. And, and I'm imagining that Spider-Man's under that mask is also creepy. Yes, that's what I was thinking. That yeah. smile is, we know it's under there, but you can't see yeah. it. Great Bjorn Barron's cover for yes. that trade so, paperback. Yep. Jed McKay weaves an intricate tale of midnight madness with volume one, two, three, four of Boy, there's a lot of freaking trades. Hey, there's Ultimate Invasion. It's a trade. It's happened. Well, it's collected at least. What are going to say? So missing from the cover of Ultimate Invasion is a Moon Knight character. Hmm. He must so, be springing out from the end. Yeah. I think I'd just be lost in that book. I don't think I'd enjoy it at all. Yeah. This. By the way, of- the Ultimate Invasion <coughs> doesn't come out until March. Will go on sale in March. So they're still working on some. The last issue. How is that possible if it's collected for February? I'm. Um, they're just. They're they're wanting to tell you about it, but I mean they're collecting four issues and they won't be on sale till oh, March. So that's not all of it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Just you know, FYI. All right. I'm done with pre. I'm done with Marvel. I'm almost there. Well, no, I've still got 17 pages. Left. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I didn't still, say I'd finished Marvel. I said I'm done with Marvel. I'm still scanning from trade after trade. Um, oh, the Spider Girl. Which? Oh, this is Mayday. This is a collected Mayday. All right. And this is from 89, what if, to 98, 99. I was not reading comics, I don't think, in those years. That was, my daughter was born in 98, (laughs) so I was changing a lot of diapers. That's right. There was no comic money back then. (laughs) Daredevil, Marine. My goodness. Can you imagine being a a shop owner and trying to get all this stuff in? Be hard. That's why they pre-order, I guess. It's so hard, especially if none of it's returnable. I wonder if it's returnable now with um, PRH. So I wonder if some of these trades and things are all returnable like other books. I bet you they are. Be a good idea. Yep. Okay. So 116 pages of Marvel goodness for February. What's your take, Kyle? Too many trades. Too many trades. (laughs) There was really nothing that stood out. Ult- yeah, nothing ultimate, too crazy. Ultimate What If. Ultimate Black Panther. I mean, nothing really jumped out at me, but I'm not a I'm not a Marvel zombie, so I don't love it all. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, Kyle, which one are we doing? CBSI or Comics? We're C- heading over to our good friends at Cover Price. Cover Price. So the top yeah. 20? 
top 20. And we'll start with 10, head down to one, and then Drew will pick up the back half. Starting at number 10, we have Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars, Volume 1, Number 8. That is, of course, Black Suit Spider-Man. This book is a must-have key for fans of <coughs> Spider-Man and of Venom. It features the origin of the Black Suit and saw a nice spike with the recent release of the PS5 game, Spider-Man 2. To a lesser degree, this book also features the second appearance of Julia Carpenter, the second Spider-Woman, and the second Madam Web. In the upcoming Madam Web, Julia Carpenter will be played by Sydney Sweeney, bringing a significant spotlight on that character. 26 copies in the secondary market, $610 for CGC 9.8. And very finds for 133 bucks. At rank nine, Avengers number one, 181. Not Hulk 181, but Avengers 181. Paul Rudd did such a fantastic job bringing Scott Lang to life. This book saw the debut of Lang, who would later go on to become Ant-Man. Thanks to Paul Rudd, Ant-Man is now a household name. The character was all over the internet last week as the most recent Marvel film, which we know as the Marvels, was released. And fans are ready to compare everything Marvel has released in this phase. And Rudd gave an interview detailing his diet to embody that character. Despite years of comic fans ignoring this key, its sudden trend this week of those same fans opting to secure a copy of the first appearance of Scott Lang. Uh, let's see. I didn't say how many sold, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten copies selling. $100 for was the high sale for Raw. Uh, very fines for $21. So for some odd reason, the first appearance of Scott Lang starting to pop now. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars 1, Issue 1. There's a lot at stake for Marvel, as rumors have been swirling for months now that Disney and the MCU might abandon the whole Kang storyline. That leaves half a slate empty and adds tremendous pressure for the other half of the slate, featuring Secret Wars. We still don't know which Secret War run Marvel will adapt, but this series is a natural focal point. It's a pivotal run with a ton of material to pull from. If Marvel wants to brush themselves off and move forward, adapting this storyline may be the best way to go. 16 copies of issue one. $130 was the high sale for Rawls. Very fines. You can find them for 22 if you're running around looking. Uncanny X-Men, Volume 1, 239. Disney Plus's X-Men 97 is right around the corner. However, all those fans are excited about it may have to come. Er, <clears throat> may, okay, let me try this. All the fans excited about it may have had the villain spoiled. We got word a few months back that Mr. Sinister would be the main villain of the series, with this book marking his second appearance and first cover he shares the cover with madeline Pryor, the goblin queen recently fans spotted a funko of the character that we released soon to coincide with the release of x-men 97 fans zeroed in this on this book sporting both of these characters on the cover 13 copies sold 185 dollars for cgc 9.8 10 dollars for fine cop godzilla number one the regular cop regular issue one as the kids say godzilla is feasting godzilla minus one is crushing the box office and is quickly becoming one of if not the highest rated pieces of godzilla media ever monarch debuted on apple tv in mid-november and there were rumors we would see a new trailer for godzilla slash kong soon as of this writing we did did get that trailer and the fandom is beyond excited fans of the character are obsessing over godzilla currently and many are opting to secure a copy of this book the first piece of Godzilla media aimed at U.S. audiences. Tracking 18 copies sold, 
of CGCN 9.8 selling for $485 and 65 or $66 being the fair market value for very funds. Okay. So I missed Godzilla minus one completely. That's yeah. in the theaters right now. I'm guessing <laughs> Monarch. I didn't realize was the thing. That's a Godzilla show. Mm-hmm. And there's a new Godzilla versus Kong or with Kong coming out in the future. Yes. What is okay. All that happened. <laughs> Where am I? Where have I been? Okay. Yeah, Godzilla minus one showing right now in the theaters. I thought there was a Godzilla versus Kong. Wasn't that the last one I I saw? Yeah, Monarch: The Legacy of Monsters is a TV series. Right. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I like monster monster shows. <laughs> I like me monsters. I like monsters. There we go. But do you like our number five item, which is Nth Man, the Ultimate Ninja, number eleven? Last no. week, the female Silver Surfer rumor caught fire and got out of control. Everything remotely in orbit was gobbled up by collectors, including this yearbook. In it, a reality-altering character turns a woman into his herald. This new herald resembles the Silver Surfer dis- despite not having the power cosmic or being a herald of Galactus. Still, this cover caught the eye of numerous collectors who opted to secure their own copy. 17 selling, a high sale of $11 for a raw, 3 bucks if you're finding fines in the box. Hercules, Twilight of the God, number one. The market has been active the past few weeks when rumors began to hit social media regarding a female Silver Surfer. While the rumors point towards Frankie Ray or Nova as the Herald of Galactus, some fans pointed at this book as the book to chase. I remember this one was pretty sketchy last week when we read it. It features the first appearance of Juno, a daughter of Hercules from Earth-829. She would later become a Herald in issue four, where Galactus bestows upon her the name Silver Surfer. The aftermarket has fluctuated between this book and issue four. It appears this book has won out this week, despite it being speculation that doesn't hold up if you really dig a hard look at it. Regardless, fans collect what they want to collect. Last week, it was this book. 16 copies. $50 was the high for a raw. 23 for Nearman, so if you look at it. Spider-Man 2099, Volume 1. This book has cemented itself as a fantastic wall book. I cannot believe that. I do not believe... Uh, uh, Spider-Man 2099 is a wall book? Yeah, right? Gee. It's affordable and attainable and debuted for the first appearance battle with ASM 365. It checks the boxes for many collectors and quickly goes the route of Spawn 1, as it appears on our list every week, regardless of what's happening in the market. 35 copies, 160 bucks for a CGC 9.8, Rawls for $23. I got it for a nickel. <laughs> <sighs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man 12, the 1 in 25, David Baldion, which I thought this was a uh, David Aha when I first looked at it because it's his style. It's really cool cover. Uh, Miles is a pivotable pot is at a pivotal point with the powder keg ready to blow. This book marks the last issue before the gang war event drew the gang war yeah. and David Baldion crushes it with the one in 25 variant. The negative space style has been done to death, but this book is remarkable it quickly became the variant to get for this book and one of the most sought after covers in the last few months cheaper copies are going swiftly online and the premium is rising 25 copies sold 43 bucks was the high sale 41 is just two dollars less than that and spawn number one holy crap spawn 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 a million of these copies still don't sell millions of books it's crazy why are we still selling this book is cheap and plentiful (laughs) 9.8 Nine point eight for one hundred and seventy bucks. Thirty two bucks for this book. It's, Never I think everybody's. I think everybody has one. 
I, I, I think everybody who wants one can easily get one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> At rank 11, we have X-Men Blue Origins, the EM Yeast, version 1 in 50. Um, this is about a shape-shifting villain who takes center page in the recent release. Uh, the debut issue features Mystique casting multiple shadows of her previous assumed all identity. About the cover. the Virgin cover so is not only magnificent, but also a retailer incentive. Nine whopping copies sold with a high sale of $130 for a raw. Current raws, double ratio. Let me go look at this thing. Eh, it's not that <laughs> Boo! At rank, at rank 12, Doctor Who, volume number one. As part of the show's 60th anniversary, David Tennant and Catherine Tate returned to the series for a Doctor Who three-episode special. First special debuted last week, and the second episode was released a few days ago. The previous anniversary special for the 50th anniversary was extremely well-received, and it looks like the 60th is following the same track record. The special has shown a light on the premiere issue of this series, in addition to the specials. Uh, Magic the Gathering, the popular card game, will feature the debut of the 14th Doctor. Magic will release the debut on December 11th as part of the drop called Secret Layer X Doctor Who Regeneration. So a lot of Doctor Who going on. 14 copies sold. High sale of $97.43 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, raw near mints around 20 bucks, which is what I sold that thing for about 20 years ago. So it hasn't moved much <laughs> if it's the same cover. Yeah, it's the same exact cover. Uh, Green Arrow number six, the Omer 1 in 25, comes in at rank 13. Uh, this is about Black Canary illustration on the cover. 13 copies sold with a high sale of $40 for a raw. Um, not too bad. I don't care for this cover. Everybody's like, oh, the cover. I think it's black. <coughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Captain Marvel number two, the Josh... Sway Swaby. Joshua Sway Swaby um, comes in at 14. And this is um, Yuna Yang debuting. Introduced as Carol Danvers' only chance to defeat a new enemy. Um, she possesses the Mega Band. Um, when Yang uses the bracelet, she switches places Easy. with Captain America. America. What? <laughs> Be careful. Be careful with, with Mega Bands? Yes. Um, we tricked, we tracked 11 copies sold and a high sale of $16 for a raw. Um, okay. Exciting. Uh, the amazing Spider-Man 64. This is the, the tail end of the silver age. Um, Spider-Man history is an epic battle between Spidey and the vulture. This is a hot collector's item because of scarcity. Boasts not one, but two comic book titans in its credit. Spider Stanley is the writer. John Romita Sr. is the artist. Um, this is um, only 13 copies of this thing sold, but the high sale was 489 for a CGC 9.4 with Raws, near mint Raws, selling for around 315 bucks. So there you go. Go for the 9.4. Press it. At rank 16, we have Fantastic Four, number 78. This is another Silver Age comic book out in the wild. What's the deal with this? Just a just an old <laughs> Kirby Lee Fantastic Four? Nothing yeah. special about it? Okay. Beautiful classic. 11 copies move for some reason. Um, $45 for a near mint raw? That's weird, right? Nothing. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> we look at it. What's it look like? Okay, it's got Galactus on the cover and Thing. 
And that's was that Reed or Johnny's face? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Eleven copies of that moved. Seems like a very odd title that from long ago that would move that many copies. <laughs> you just never know. Something's in there. Something's happening. Uh, rank 17, we have Venom Lethal Protector, uh, Volume 1. Number one. This was also a, one of your dime comics from back in the day. Um, <laughs> it's now selling 24 copies for $120 for a 9.8. Near Mint Raw is around $24. <coughs> Quite the markup. 18 gives us New Mutants 98, uh, our beloved Deadpool. This is uh, going for $1,500 for a 9.8. We sold oh. how many? Doesn't say. Does it? No. Doesn't say. 20 copies. 20, oh, 20 copies. High sale of 1500 for a 9.8. Uh, Raws for 356 At rank 19, we have Uncanny X-Men 266. This is a Gambit first appearance. Not to be confused with X-Men Annual 14, which is also Gambit first appearance, but actually came out first. <laughs> um, the first first appearance. Don't get me started. Uh, 16 copies of this second appearance that is being touted as a first appearance has sold for a high sale of $775 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 181 And Fantastic Four 244 comes in at rank Twenty. This is Frankie Ray returning to the list one more time um, because there's a female. She's a female herald to Galactus. Uh, Sixteen copies of this sold. High sale of almost four hundred dollars for a nine eight. Raw is selling for around thirty four bucks. Kyle, since I screwed up the order, we need, we now need to go to the hot ten. Yeah, <coughs> let's head on over to our good friends at the hot ten. Our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. Let's see what they are noticing with the secondary market, what they've managed to pick up, and what they think the hot books are. Starting with rank number one, Spider-Man Noir number one. This is the David Hine series. Uh, Patrick Zercher. Uh, news of a new... Okay, sorry. They, they truncated the thing. News of a new showrunner being added to the mix. Have folks looking back. At this one, only about 20 sales this week, but a CGC 9.8 jumped from $360 to $575. Doing pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) Rawls are still $150 to $200 on Spider-Man Noir. Wow. Monster in my pocket, number one, Drew. Okay. News that Will Smith's production company are working on a live-action project have driven over 30 sales of this in just one day. Looks like all the cheap copies have been cleared out. Now sales are hitting $15 to $20. There was even a Canadian price variant, CGC 9.2, that sold for $120. Holy crap, Drew, it ranked three. Stray Dogs, number one. Reminder, news that this was optioned long ago and is still in production have people turning back to this book with nearly 40 sales this week. A and B covers both selling for between $15 and $20 this week as you will also see many printings and store exclusives selling as well. CGC 9.8's Mostly moving between fifty and seventy-five dollars. At rank four, we have this, of course, Miles Morales, one twelve, the one or number twelve, the one in twenty-five, David Baldion cover. Nearly another thirty copies this week. Prices have crept from forty to fifty to sixty. Gorgeous cover. That's the reason. 
Uncanny X-Men 221, over 35 copies sold this week. Seesaw pricing over the last few years with most of the copies selling in the $40 range, but a newsstand raw selling for 115 in a very high grade this week and higher graded direct editions hitting $65. Uncanny X-Men 239, over 25 copies sold. While some cheap lower grade copies are still moving, Rawls hit highs of $40 this week. A better cover than 221. And the Goblin Queen keeping this one interesting. Venom 28 with the 1 in 25 Arthur Adams cover. Another Arthur Adams cover selling above ratio right out of the gate. How many is this in the last few months now? We're seeing it as 30 to 35. Not quite double, so Drew and I are still. (laughs) Doctor Who, number one, over 20 sales this week as the David Tennant Doctor Who specials are nearing their end. Renewed interest in the Doctor lately as he has... A broader reach now being on Disney+. Plus. This issue, number one, is now a $20 raw book and a $100 CGC 9.8 book, even though it is not his first appearance. Yeah, it's not his first appearance in U.S. comics, which we believe is Marvel Premiere 50s. Mad Max Fury Road Furioso climbing into this list from the outside, looking back at least uh, this week with over 20 sales following the trailer for Furioso that drops. Prices of Rawls hitting $30 in a CGC 9.8 for $135. And at rank 10, Fantastic Four 48, with all the attention being thrown at any and all female Silver Surfer characters this past week, has shown a decent rebound in sales for the original Silver Surfer, with about 15 sales, up from only six the week prior. The highest graded sale was an 8.0 for $4,600. The most common grade sold was a 6.0 with four copies of that selling for between 1500 and 1850 Some notable sales, we also have Teen Titans 27, a CGC 9.8, sold this week for $4,320. Only one of three 9.8s on the census. There have been no previous sales to compare it to, so this lone sale is also an all-time high. Closest comparison would be a 9.4 fine copy that sold last year for $184. Wow. Yeah. Black Cat Mystery, number 50, from our good friend Varios. A CGC 4.5 sold for $14,401 this week. This grade hasn't sold since 2014, when it was only $1,650. The closest equivalents are 6.5s in November for $21,000, and a 3.0 back in September for nine grand. Crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. Cool. Crazy cool. Exactly what I was thinking. All right, Drew, it's time to talk about our sneak peek of next week. Let's look ahead instead of behind and see what's coming out this coming Tuesday and Wednesday and what we got to jump on. I'm heading over to our good friends at Lunar Distribution. I'm scrolling down and finding new releases for the 12th. And let's start with some things like the Watchmen hardcover and action comics. Yeah, we're doing facsimiles of Death in the Family. Oh, no, this is the one shot. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> this is the one Next shot with the alternate better. ending, um, so we get to see what that is all about. I um I believe when Mike was on, I put the over under on three new panels. So mm-hmm. um I took the under, he took the over on three new panels of information <laughs> that would be on there that would be different from the original. Um, Kyle, would you like to care to weigh in on that? that I'm bet? saying under. <laughs> You're saying it's like, well, there's just one panel difference. Just we were two one, panels. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, I, I can't imagine it's much, it's very substantial. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we said panels or pages, but um, 
Yeah, I can't imagine it's too much, uh, yeah. too many pages of new material. I'm giving uh, David Finch his flowers for the second time in today's podcast, that Batman and Robin number four Finch cover. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty good. But so is the uh, Kale New, where little assassin looking thing going yep. on there. but that cool. comes in third place because we also have the santa claus cardstock <laughs> variant which is homaging my favorite batman and robin that's true cover. i didn't catch that at first instead of a batmobile in the background we got a sleigh homie yeah, yeah. <gasps> whoa okay batman batman gargoyle of gotham number one having a second print and a really good looking second print yeah it's pretty cool. That is a dope black label second print. Note to self. I'm going to put this over here for later. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Looks kind of like a um, character variant. You know? Yeah. They do yeah. characters. There's a lot of great additions to this. And I guess there's a noir version of this. Which Does that mean it's all black and white interior? I would imagine so. Yeah. We're just muted. Mm-hmm. Dan yeah. Mora's cover for Santa Claus Silent Night 2. Love Dan Mora. Not Klaus, but Klaus. Yeah. A bunch of covers for Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. can't believe Birds of Prey has been around long enough to build up that many covers, but <laughs> it still doesn't take that long nowadays. I love the classic um, like night Batman 66 climbing up the side of the building homage. That's pretty cool. Love With that. the Birds of Prey. That's great. Mm-hmm. Jason Sean Alexander doing a j- good job on Detective. Mm-hmm. It's the old school, tall, pointy ears. And your boy Black Manta is on the cover of Detective, which is interesting. Lots of Santa vibes <laughs> making their way into the comics. Invasive, number one, is a uh, Oni Press book by Colin Bunn. They're twisted-looking covers. Very. <laughs> Outsiders gets its second issue. Speed Force, I skipped that one. Yeah, that one looks a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. not a super Flash fan, so... Didn't make a lot of sense for me to read that. Love that Titans Beast World with the Starro cover. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. It's my favorite cover. Pretty great. Can't go wrong with the Starro cover. Oh my goodness, we finally get Waller versus Wildstorm number four. How long ago <laughs> was that supposed to be out? Feels like forever. Wesley Dodd Sandman number one going to a second print, and it's also doing the. Uh, uh that kind of uh, diminishes the value of the Batman, doesn't it? No, 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 no. 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 Does a little bit. Does, yeah, does for me. Dan Mora, of course, knocking the uh, world's finest Teen Titans 6 out of the park. <laughs> yeah. He does his thing. Staying on Lunar Distributions, but heading over to December 13th to see Blood Run number one, an image or a scout comic for fans of Twisted Metal and Death Race. Welcome to the Boneyard. Boneyard! Infield Gang mer- Massacre. Is now a six-issue miniseries? Did I know that? I don't know that. This is the fifth issue of six. I was thinking it was an ongoing. The Madness, also a six-issue series, and it's fifth issues out, with a Fran- Francesco Francavia cover. That makes me harken back to um, Afterlife with Archie. Hmm. Bloody Dozen, A Tale of the Shrouded College, number one miniseries, premiere, Space Vampire. It's Charles Sir and Albuquerque. Alberto Albuquerque. Mad Cave gives us Skeeters. Oh, yeah, I remember that. About mosquitoes. Yeah. Giant alien mosquitoes. Third printing for Transformers. Yes, I want that cover. <laughs> Look at that. Starscream versus Ironhide. Fifth so printing bad. of Void Rivals number one. Fourth printing of Void Rivals number two. Third printing of, of Void Vival, 
Void Rivals number three. Wow. Second printing of Void Rivals number two. And second printing of Void Rivals five. See, I said Void Rivals number two again. I meant four. I can see where you would get a little confused, sir. You're forgiven. Lots. Of, now, who is the purple? Um, Shockwave on issue four. Yeah, issue four. That's Shockwave? Yep. So he turns into a... A ray gun. So he oh, yeah, think you. of a space version of uh, Megatron. Okay. Oh, and then we have um, additional second printings of Void Rivals number five that are just uh, color scheme variants. Um, so we've I got hate. the four-headed creature, and you just depends on which of the four heads you want or what what you want out of those heads. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm sorry, five heads. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's dumb. Not different enough. I get confused. So yeah, okay. So the, these, so we have the bitterness, we have death, laughter, doubt, and rage. So those are the five different things you get from those different covers. Uh-huh. So okay, very cool. Heading on over to Previews World, let's look at our boom books, and we see Under Heist number one. David Latham and Maria Latham writing this. David Latham doing the art as well. Very cool. We got a um, damn them all number eleven. Always nice to see. Uh, Marvel. We have our ski chalet variants. Better watch out for those. <laughs> it's gonna be a crowd favorite. Yeah. Everybody on their way to their Aspen uh, ski vacation will want to pick up some ski chalet variant comics. Yeah. Excuse me. The, is there a comic book store in Vail for their um, private jet trip out west? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, Drew, when it rains, it pours. We have Moon Knight 30. We have Moon Knight 30, the foreshadow variant. We have Moon Knight 30, the Greg Capullo variant. We have Moon Knight 30, the Inhyuk Lee, Last Days of Moon Knight variant. We have Moon Knight 30, the Insignia variant. We have Moon Knight 30, the Peach Momoko variant. We have Moon Knight 30, Scotty <laughs> Young variant. And we have Moon Knight 30, Steve Morris variant. Holy poop on a stick. That's yeah. that's a <coughs> lot of moon nighting. Yeah. All to just kill him off. Yeah. Are we at um are we at Legacy three hundred yet? <laughs> We're get yeah, hundred percent. Close. Oh, and if we haven't jumped the shark enough, just know that we have Spider Boy number one, second print, negative variant. Yeah, for certain. That being said, I do love Peach Momoko's Spider Gwen nightmare variant with the leg. Which one is oh oh the um yeah gross <laughs> Superior Spider-Man Returns number one one shot going to a second print good to see that going to a second print I'm glad a, a lot of people like Superior just like you and I do we also have again a 25 copy incentive second print which if we've been keeping an eye on the market these weird second printings with incentives pop more often than they don't yeah. and I actually very much like this. Ken Lachey cover. Yeah, what do you like? Superior was fantastic. Yes. At the time, because <clears throat> it was the Spider-Man book, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So now, with so many concurrent Spideys happening, I don't enjoy it the same way because there's a regular Peter Parker happening. There's an Ultimate. And the guy got all these spideys happening. Yeah. That, if I recall, back in the day, this was there was like not a lot of Spider-Man 
This all yeah. got pulled for the the superior run mm-hmm. and yeah. slot like people lost their minds and but that was the only game in town. Correct. So, so it's it, it's way diminishing re- returns for me because of that now. But I mean, I get why they're doing it. Sure. It's always money, but um, it was a different time. Are you saying cancel all other spider books? So if you're going to go back to it, go back to it. Yeah. Lean I'm into it. I'm with you. As we've seen from their Marvel catalog, they have 120 pages of stuff to put out every month. So let's see. Is anything in Dynamite doing anything for anyone at all? Mm, not me. Heading on to our smaller publishers. And, of course, I've got to stop at American Psycho number two and look at the business card, the Paul Allen business card variant. Love those. That is such a great idea. Yeah, I don't I don't I've, I saw that movie one time mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time ago. So I don't know any of the characters. Yeah. So this is not the main guy, right? His card already came out. I think his card, yeah. This is just one of the other yeah, victims, Patrick Bateman perhaps. Is, yeah, Patrick Bateman. Well, uh, one of the other people he works with because the card the card showdown was from all the people at work. Oh, okay. That's not really a not really a cream, more of a bone. Exactly. An eggshell, a bone. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond Real number one from Vault Comics, Zach Kaplan writing that. With Jorge Corona and 16 other people on art. <laughs> why? I'm not why? sure why, but there are one, two, three, four, five people doing art. And I didn't feel like naming them all because I got tired after Jorge Corona. Struggling artist June is injured in a severe car accident. Leaves her boyfriend in a coma. Boyfriend in a coma. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, living in a computer simulation. Do-do-do-do. Hmm. No, not sure. How about Blood Run, number one? This is Scout Comics. Also looks... Yeah, I Stefano. talked about that one. I talked about that one when it was in uh, the Lunar set. Did you? Did, yeah. did did I make fun of the art? You just pretended like I wasn't even talking. I don't think that's true. Okay. Um, but I do remember Twisted Metal and Death Race. Mm-hmm. Bloody well, doesn't. I already talked ahead. about that as well. That was up at the other... That's yep. the problem with these... Uh, Distrib- distributors conflicts we also have a, a book drew called charred remains number one from mad cave comics all right a dark entity made of fire smoke and ash the fireman blazes through a young girl's home killing her entire family amy durant swears she saw this supernatural creature but no one believes her unfortunately these past fears reignited a decade later as the city goes up in flames with no one else to rely on, Amy is forced to battle both Pastella <coughs> and face the Inferno. Interesting. How about Gumma? Beginning of her is a... All these covers are creepy. This is from Titan Comics. Um, Ji Hyung Lee, who also does the cover, and Nabetso Zitro. Well, these are some spooky covers, man. Yeah, indeed. I like them. Just, I'm curious if the, the stories. My alley at all. Masterpiece number one from Dark Horse Brian Michael Bendis. Cool. Is this new or old? Oh, yeah, you never know with him. Was this something that he did on? Yeah. Substack? And the solicit is about sixty-five pages long. Comes an all-new crime comic ep- epic. So Bendis with a new crime comic epic for Dark Horse. Okay. What's it called? Masterpiece number one. Oh, I missed missed that thing entirely. And Tula Lote getting a cover B. Alex Maleev. 
doing interiors. Yeah, that's yep. a good team. They did Scarlet, which was pretty good. Mm. Mm. Good for Dark Horse. Still relevant. Yeah, good get. Quick Stops Series 2, Issue 1 from Dark Horse. Of course, Quick Stop being the Kevin Smith universe. The Clerks universe. Oh, okay. Still don't watch that third one. Rick and Morty present Rick in a Box. Issue 1. It's my Rick in a Box. <laughs> Valley of Death from Blood Moon Comics, LLC. Just what you think it might be. (laughs) (laughs) From our good friends at American Mythology, we have Silent Night, Deadly Night, Killer Santa number one by Glenn (laughs) Bolanek. So ominous, Kyle. Yeah. If you look at the cover C, it is a photograph variant of uh, Santa murdering people. Okay. That's going to keep me up at night. Yeah, for sure. And we have a secret cover D FOC. Hmm. This is a tough week for me. There's some good stuff in here. Yeah. Oh man, too much to choose from. Like, Drew's the point <laughs> of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week, though. Drew. <clears throat> Any other week, man, it would be, it would probably be masterpiece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's Bendis, and or, or or it might be the final issue of Moon Knight. Any other week, right? Mm-hmm. I would. I got a Capullo Moon Knight cover to, that I could have, I could pick. But you know, uh, what a big fan of Stray Bullets I am, right? I, I do, yeah. I love Stray Bullets. Mm-hmm. This is a Stray Bullets meets Newburn type book by David Latham and Maria Latham, and it's like Stray Bullets. It's from the Stray Bullets team. I got to go with Under Heist from Boom Studios. Can't uh, beat that. For real, I gotta. And I'm going with. Let me guess, the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. Oh, you were so um, enamored with all the Second Prince too. I don't know how you're going to choose. I'm invoking the Aaron Churchill Memorial Ratio ah. pick of the week. Oh my goodness! For Superior Spider-Man Returns, number one, Second Print, one in twenty-five incentive. Okay. Um, let me get back up here. I gotta find this because I don't think I I even registered when you were talking about it. <laughs> Just like half the things I pointed out today, Drew had moved on. The the Bagley or the the Ken Lachey twenty five copy incentive variant for Superior Spider Man Returns number one second printing. Okay, that's that's not even gonna make your money back. You're crazy. All right. It's not comics right. for fun and profit that are obvious. You know, sometimes okay. you got to get a little squirrely. Okay. And we uh, all right. How long are we going to give you? How long are we going to give you for this to pay off? This is through, this, Janu- this, through January. Through January. This, wow. Through January. Okay. Because this is this could go down as one of your worst picks ever. What did you you pick this stupid book that only you care about and you're <laughs> and you're throwing throwing shade my way? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm buying I'm two of these Moon Knight covers and I'm lighting them on fire. I'm fun, you're profit. <laughs> you do not typecast me. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see how that uh, We'll see. That's right. Taking a chance there. Well, thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we argue our way through our sneak peek at next week and all the other things coming out in the world of comics. Um, head on over to Patreon.com. Find comics for fun and profit. Um, find exclusives, uh, ad-free items, bonus material. Hopefully Drew and I and some people will get to see some more of these movies and things come out and we'll give you all of our review thoughts as soon as we can on those. 
always available on Patreon for us. We appreciate you. For Drew and for myself, see ya. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredical. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.